الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم انما يوفى الصابرون اجرهم بغير حساب وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو شهر الصبر والصبر ثوابه الجنه او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وسبحت علماء الكرام الزنلز as we discussed yesterday this mubarak month allah has given us this time this opportunity we should try and keep reminding ourselves that every second that is available still is invaluable there is no price we can put to it it's something that we have to treasure very very greatly and the appreciation for this is that we apply ourselves in this time correctly in the manner that will maximize the benefit of this mubarak month for us in the very well known hadith sharif which we listen in the fadail kitabs in fadail ramadan of the sheikh abdul ali this is from various hadith kitabs this is quoted there Hazrat Salman radiyallahu ta'ala an reports that it was on the eve of Ramadan <coughs> Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam addressed the sahaba ikram so on the eve of Ramadan Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is addressing the sahaba it is obvious that this is to encourage them in terms of the month of Ramadan to highlight what is this month all about to bring forth the great virtues of this month so this is a hadith sharif which many things are mentioned therein it starts off where rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to the sahaba qad adallakum shahrun azim shahrun mubarak that a very great month has dawned upon you the greatness of the month what nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is describing as great is beyond our imagination we will understand something to be great according to our capacity but our capacity is too limited we can't understand really what is great like that little child father gave him 100 rand five year old child that 100 rand is too great for him because that's his capacity now for him that much is very great but his elder brother who's 15 he says this is like change pocket money this is not even the change he is looking at very big figures so likewise what do we understand what is the depth of that greatness that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is referring to it's beyond our imagination we have to submit we have to wholeheartedly accept that this is something way beyond we can imagine so in any case this is such a great month qad adallakum shahrun azim shahrun mubarak a very blessed month month full of barakat and blessings and then further in this hadith sharif nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned certain aspects one of the things mentioned is that wa huwa shahrus sabr was sabru thawabuhu al jannah 
that this is the month of sabr. Now, sabr is something we hear about all the time. Sabr is something that we keep talking about also. Make sabr, we tell others. Sometimes we fail to make the sabr, but we tell others make sabr. So this is something that we are commonly either listening to or even saying ourselves to others. But here comes such a great month, the greatness of which is beyond our imagination. And Rasulullah is highlighting some very, very special aspects of this month. Because there's so much about this month, the greatness is beyond imagination. Obviously everything can't be mentioned in one sitting. But certain very important highlights are being now mentioned. So now among those very great highlights, this is one of those things that Nabi Wasallam is mentioning, that وَهُوَ شَهْرُ sabr. This is very important to understand it in this context, that when this is being mentioned, it is being mentioned in relation to the month of Ramadan. It's such a great month and this is a month of sabr. A month of sabr, so on the one hand, this is what it is all about. It's a month of sabr. But then to further highlight this, that what is this all about? That is this just something by the way? No, it's not something by the way. Or sabru sawabuhu al jannah. And sabr, the reward of sabr is what? The reward of sabr, this dunya is a very, very small place. It can't contain it. The reward of sabr cannot be encompassed in this dunya at all. There might be some little little bit of bonuses that might come comparatively to whatever is really the reward of sabr. It's all little what comes in dunya. Because dunya is too small a place. Nabi Islam says, sabru sawabuhu al jannah. That sabr, its reward is jannat. Dunya can't encompass the reward of sabr. And therefore, a person can't be rewarded for sabr in dunya. Now, this is the month of Ramadan. And Nabi Salaam is saying it is the month of sabr. So, in one aspect, it's a month of sabr in the sense that the fast has been made compulsory upon us. And when a person is fasting, it requires sabr. Though currently in our situation, a person, there's hardly any sabr involved. He doesn't even realize he's fasting before he knows it. The day is over. Cool days, short days, as expressed in the Hadith Sharif, it's ghanimatum barida. Like that booty which is very easily just acquired, meaning something very easily, great benefit a person took with ease, with no difficulty. So right now, in our case, there is really hardly any sabr involved. But there are some countries in the world at the moment where the fast is 18 hours, 19 hours, and it's summer, and it's extremely hot. So now there's a tremendous amount of sabr involved. person is hungry, he's thirsty. So now that involves sabr. But Nabi Wasallam is saying this is the month of sabr, the entire month of sabr is actually a month of training us for sabr. On the one hand, it is sabr also. But it is not something for that time alone. We are being trained for sabr. 
Because the summer is such an essential thing. And it is such a fundamental thing. And on the top of that, it's such a great thing. That at every step, a mu'min is in need of sabr if he wants to get through this phase of dunya comfortably and safely and reach akhirat in a way that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with him. And to gain the jannat which has been promised from the sabr. Our understanding of sabr is very, very confined. But sabr is not just to confined to those few things that we understand. It's far broader than that. It's so comprehensive that in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Sallallahu says that وَمَا أُعْطِيَ أَحَدٌ أَطَاعًا خَيْرًا وَأَوْسَعَ مِنَ الصَّبْرِ that nobody has been blessed with a gift. This is a gift. Sabr is a gift. Can you imagine somebody saying that you know, you've been blessed with a gift. What gift you've been blessed with sabr? He say, please give me something else. No, this is a gift. We take sabr as something very negative. Nabi Islam is saying it's a gift and if it's a gift, who is the giver? The giver is Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is giving a gift. If insan gives a gift, how much he'll give? He'll give something. He'll give something according to his capacity. If somebody gives you a gift, he might give you a thousand rands maybe. Somebody else might be maybe, maybe a hundred thousand. Okay, maybe somebody one million also. <coughs> might be wondering when we're going to meet this person. <laughs> but how much more he'll give? Fine, that was his heart. He gave that too. But even that too, what? Dunya is dunya. Mashallah, that person will get rewarded. But the thing is, that how much, how much can a person give? Really, what is his gift? Insan is makhluk. Ya Khalik, Allah Rabbul Izzat is giving. And Nabi Islam is saying a person hasn't been blessed, nobody has been blessed with a gift, ata'an, khayran, which is better, cannot be better. No gift that can be better or that is more comprehensive for awsa' in a sabr. Sabr is the best gift that a person can have and the most comprehensive gift that a person can be blessed with. This is something really amazing. That this is the best gift and the most comprehensive gift. Yes, and when a person is blessed with the sabr and he adopts the sabr, that is why the sabr has that reward which is mentioned in the Quran Sharif which no other action has been described in that manner. The reward of no other action has been described in that manner. When it comes to sabr, Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّمَا يُوَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ That those who adopt sabr, their reward is limitless. Their reward is limitless. بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ Now why is this limitless? Because sabr also doesn't have a limit. Sometimes this comes on our tongue, but how much sabr must make? Allah Ta'ala has kept the reward limitless, the sabr will be limitless also. That sabr will carry on life long. So the sabr is a very, very essential quality in a mu'min. This is part of good akhlaq. 
And if a person has true sabr in him, his deen will be in order. Because in order to fulfill the requirements of deen, the commands of deen, he requires sabr. It's a time of fajr. It's a cold morning. And he probably had a late night. And now he's very sleepy. And this is mujahada now to wake up. If a person has got sabr, then he'll be able to undertake it. He'll come out of that bed. He'll do whatever is necessary. He'll go to the masjid, perform his salah and come. This is termed sabr ala ta'at. That sabr is what will make him fulfill that command of Allah Ta'ala at that time. If he doesn't have that sabr, say, no, I can't do it. I'm not going now. Either he'll then maybe just make his salah at home. Allah forbid he might even miss it completely. What is the problem? This lack of sabr. One is a person now just didn't know what happened. He overslept in such a way despite the alarm. That alarm woke everybody else up but he didn't hear anything. But here now the person woke up. He's away. It's fajr time. And there's no sabr. It becomes very difficult. Now this is one command like this all the other commands of deen. That a person now has that sabr. It's time for hajj. He has the means. He will start preparing. He won't delay. This is a farz. This is a pull of Islam. I need to now make my arrangements. I need to move. That sabr. Now there's so many things, but my business and my children and all arrangements, whatever has to be made will be made. But now the sabr will make him undertake it. The zakat has to be discharged. But now I have this need and that need and so much I'm going to give away now. No, the time is up. It's a pull of Islam. I can't delay this. I need to do it now. That sabr will make him do it. So, if he has sabr, his deen will be in order. In terms of fulfilling the commands of Allah Ta'ala. If he has sabr, his deen will be in order in terms of refraining from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. This requires sabr. Now he is walking and he is confronted with the situation now that there is somebody walking past and the temptation is there to cast that lustful glance. At that time, if he has sabr, because that's human nature now, there's a fact of life, it's human nature, that Allah Ta'ala has created this natural inclination. There's not something that is out of this world, it's a part of human nature, it's something that is acknowledged, it's part of human nature. But just as this is part of human nature, Allah Ta'ala has given every insan that ability to act on his command, Allah Ta'ala has given him the ability of taqwa. If on the one hand that vehicle can travel at the speed of 100 kilometers, 200 kilometers an hour, then together with that speed at which that vehicle can travel, it comes footed with brakes also. And to the extent that it can travel at a higher speed, there's even more stronger brakes, more sophisticated brakes. So, insan, Allah Ta'ala has created for the system of this world with various needs, various desires. It's all part of human nature. It's not something out of this world. But at the same time, Allah Ta'ala put the brakes in him also. Naturally, Allah Ta'ala blessed every insan with haya. 
This is inborn. Haya is not something that a person has to go and look for somewhere. It's inborn. But yes, it can get lost. Every child grows up with this haya. This is part of his fitrat. Part of his natural disposition. But because of the environment, because of what he gets exposed to, because of what he then is made to see, because of where he's taken as the child grows up, and then the intermingling in the schools and whatever else, and then the television and the movies that he's watching, and then now in everybody, every child's hand also what, what has come. So now before he's even of age, he's already grown up. That haya is all destroyed. But that was the inborn breaks that Allah Ta'ala blessed every human being with. So now, the sabr is also within his ability. But if a person doesn't use something, it weakens. The body has various muscles. Every limb of the body is filled with so many muscles. Now a person is sick, he's lying in bed. Now one week has gone, two weeks have gone, he hasn't walked. After three, four weeks now, he had been in bed for whatever reason. Four, five weeks went. Many a person after four or five weeks now he has to start walking. Some had to be taught how to re-walk. And undergo physiotherapy to get the muscles working again. Because the muscles were not being used. So it started wasting away. Started weakening. So likewise, these inner strengths, sabr, tolerance, all these inner strengths that Allah has blessed, haya. When a person keeps using it, it strengthens. And if he stops using it, he's not making sabr, that sabr gets weaker. And he's not making further sabr, it gets even more weaker. Time to come now, he says, no, I can't make sabr on anything. So if he has sabr in him, and he's using that sabr, now when he's confronted with that situation, so now he immediately reflects, that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that Allah Ta'ala says, Hadith Qudsi, An-Nazru Sahmum min Sihami Iblisa Masmum, that this lustful glance is a poisonous arrow of Shaitan. And Man Tarakaha Makhafati. Allah Ta'ala says that the one who leaves it out, meaning he refrains from it. Now, what's going to be the refrain on the basis of sabr? Nothing else. If he has sabr, on the one hand, he had sabr, he woke up for Fajr Salah. He went to the masjid, despite the challenges of being the cold morning, or the early summer morning, or whatever. But that sabr made him wake up. That sabr made him go. There's no sabr, he'll make some excuse, he'll carry on. And here, the sabr will make him refrain. If he has that sabr, yes, that temptation might be strong within him. It might sometimes seem like his heart might break if he doesn't cast that glance, he says, let, let it break, doesn't matter, I'll make sabr on that. Because if I, my heart breaks, it will break for Allah Ta'ala. If it breaks for Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala will fill this heart with his muhabbat. Allah Ta'ala will mend that broken heart, everything is mend, there's something to mend it. If this material tears, there's some thread to mend it. And if some wall breaks down, then there's cement to build it up again, to put the bricks together. But if the heart breaks, but it breaks for who? Breaks for Allah Ta'ala. We are used to breaking our hearts. It gets broken by whatever. But dunya. Or dunya and the things of dunya and people of dunya. 
But how often have we broken our heart for Allah Ta'ala? But just as everything else has something to mend it when it breaks. When a person breaks his heart for Allah Ta'ala, there's sabr involved. Sabr, sabr is sometimes a very bitter gulp. It's a bitter gulp. But just like other bitter things sometimes, it's only bitter on the tongue. Once it goes past the tongue, there's no taste. And it's full of benefit. Many bitter things. Many bitter things, the bitterness is only on the surface of the tongue. Once it passes the surface of the tongue, there's no taste thereafter. But it's filled with so many benefits. Diabetics often resort to eating some very bitter things. It balances the whole sugar levels, everything comes right. So likewise, sabr, the initial part of sabr sometimes is a bitter gulp. But that bitter gulp, when it's for Allah Ta'ala, has a very sweet ending. So now he allowed his heart to break, but broke for Allah Ta'ala. When a person breaks his heart for Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala mends that heart with the sweetness of Iman. Man tarakaha makhafati, Nabi Islam says, and Allah Ta'ala says, the one who refrains from this haram glance, for my pleasure, for me, abdaltu biha imanan, yajidu halawatahu fi qalbihi, I will grant him in return such iman, that he will taste its sweetness in his heart. Yajidu halawatahu, he will find it present, it's not something credit, many things the promise is in the akhirat, many things that it will come later, this is the word yajid, wajada yajidu, to have, to find something, to possess it. Yajidu halawatahu fi qalbi. He will have it present with him. And this is not, as some hadithin explain, that this is something which refers to that a person now will get the taste of ibadat. He'll enjoy his ibadat. He gave up haram pleasure, Allah Ta'ala will bless him with halal pleasure. He'll recite Quran Sharif. He will not want to stop. His heart will be brimming with that joy of the recitation of Quran Sharif. He'll take the name of Allah Ta'ala. Then what people are getting joy in the things and pleasures and pleasures of dunya, the joy he will get in taking the name of Allah Ta'ala will surpass whatever anybody can imagine. But when? When he is broken this heart repeatedly for Allah Ta'ala. Now each time this heart is getting mended with the sweetness of Iman. So one is that he will get the taste of ibadat. He'll get contentment in his heart. He'll gain that nearness to Allah Ta'ala. So all these explanations are there, but many muhaddisin explain that all that in his place, this is a physical experience. It's not only that, that is in his place. It's something physical, like a person puts something sweet on his tongue. That sweetness, sometimes he feels it permeating his whole body. So likewise, this is a physical experience. He'll feel that, physically feel that happiness and that joy and that sweetness in his heart. But now what this came in return for? This is the return of that sabr. He had sabr, this became possible. If he didn't have that sabr, see next time. See now. If he has that sabr, then that phone will be used right. If that sabr is missing, then he'll make some excuses to start off what he wants to get into 
and it will start off from something innocent and before he knows it, he's gone far away. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us that this has become the tool of choice for shaitan. The device and instrument of choice in order to waylay somebody, hijack somebody, destroy somebody. And this is the tool of choice. That in moments, previously what a person probably had to plan for maybe weeks, maybe months to get to that sin. And that too with great difficulty and a lot of cost and time and effort to get there. Now in a matter of seconds, by the press of buttons is there. Allah Ta'ala save us and protect us. This is something that, again it comes back to that same sabr. Person has that sabr, he'll be able to use this correctly. Otherwise, without that sabr, now there's sabr involved. But because the sabr requires so much of effort in it sometimes from within, its reward is also limitless. إِنَّمَا يُوَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ we are living with people all the time, at home, at our workplace, wherever. All the time this requires sabr. How we deal with people. Now there are situations, sometimes somebody has erred in some way, somebody has provoked some situation, somebody did something which we are not happy about. But how do we deal with it? A person who has sabr, sometimes he will have to probably display some annoyance. For the sake of tarbiyat, for the sake of teaching a lesson. But because he has sabr, he will be able to stop, think about the situation, what has to be done, assess what's required, what is the punishment that befits the crime. <coughs> and is this something that I should be blowing my top off for? Or is it something that I should be sitting and talking nicely about it and explaining? Obviously blowing the top off, that has never ever generally been of any benefit. Yes, sometimes a person has to express outwardly some anger, depending on the situation. Sometimes outwardly that might be required to discipline a child, etc. But if he has sabr, he'll be able to stop first and assess, analyze, think about what is the right cause of action. If no sabr, he'll do the damage first, and now he'll say, now you must do damage control. He's already now blurted things out, he's already said so many hurtful things, he's already said things that now curse somebody and done what not. Now after the event now, he's thinking, okay, how to mend it? And then he says, well, now you mustn't take these things too seriously. Life carries on now. You can't make a big issue of it. I wasn't too, I was angry now. You just don't make a big issue about it. But if the table was turned around the other way, will we accept it? Will we be very happy about it? But the point again coming that we are talking about is that the sabr, at every instance a person needs the sabr. To do good, he needs the sabr. To refrain from wrong, he needs that sabr. To be able to conduct himself correctly with the right akhlaq, one of the most essential ingredients is a sabr. If he has a sabr, there will be so many other aspects of akhlaq that he will be able to act on. If the sabr is missing, all these other things will also go. 
So this is such an important aspect, such a fundamental thing. And that is why this is such a greatly rewarded thing, that the reward is limitless. إِنَّمَا يُوَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ so one is sabr in this regard, but sabr in all these aspects, as we are talking about, sabr of the eyes. Our eyes make you sabr, in terms of not looking at haram. So the sabr of the eyes, sabr of the tongue. Unfortunately, this is something that is, becomes the most difficult thing to make sabr from. That let alone outside, even in etikaf also, how much of the person now is making sabr, but then suddenly that sabr... See, now that's overfilled. Says, my container of sabr now is overfilled. Unfortunately, because we've got such a small container. So now when a person got a small glass now, in the time, pour one liter into a hundred mil glass. So it's going to overflow in no time. Sabr will require a tank of sabr, and more than a tanker. When a person has sabr, he'll be able to think correctly. Because without sabr, he's just becoming emotional. The smallest thing and his, just, his emotions just go off the hook. And now when he just becomes emotional in a moment, there's no sabr, he starts doing things, he starts saying things, which he regrets later. And sometimes the damage is such that he can't even do anything about it, it's too late. Damage is done. A person has sabr, he'll be able to forgive. If he has sabr, he'll be able to forgive. Because fine, I made sabr on this, somebody said something to me, somebody did something, but there's now, the matter is beyond doing anything about it, there's nothing to gain out of it, there's no, one is some monetary right, something of value that I can claim still, well and good, fine, claim it, person wants to claim it, by all means claim it, somebody has the heart to overlook it, mashallah, somebody wants to claim it, is fully within his rights, in a proper manner, in a dignified way to claim it. But there's nothing to gain out of it. But if a person is lacking the sabr, he won't be able to let go. Not possible. He'll cling to it till the last. And let alone cling to it, it will start giving rise to animosity. And then it will give rise to feelings of wanting to take revenge in some way or the other. And then it will develop malice. Can you imagine this one quality, sabr? But how far and how deep it is. And it comes back to that same hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَمَا أُعْطِيَ أَحَدٌ أَطَاعًا خَيْرًا وَأَوْسَعَ مِنَ الصَّبْرِ The person hasn't been blessed with a gift. The gift. We have asked from Allah, from Allah Ta'ala for many gifts. Have we asked for true sabr? Our Understanding of sabr is only confined to sabr al-musiba. It's also sabr. Obviously it's sabr. That if there is some difficulty, some calamity, Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us, then a person is to adopt sabr. And the sabr in such a situation is simply this, that a person doesn't say anything or do anything that is beyond the limits of shariat. He'll express his grief within the limits of shariat. Shariat allowed him that. When Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's son passed away, he was Hearing somebody was surprised, one sahabi was surprised that he expected that this should not be the case. As the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala, he should not be tearing. So he expressed surprise at this. Nabi Islam said that the eyes are tearing 
and the heart is grieving. وَلَا نَقُولُ إِلَّا مَا يَرْضَى بِهِ رَبُّنَا Yes, our eyes are shedding tears. Our heart is also in grief. But we only say that which pleases our Rabb. We don't say or do anything that is beyond what Allah Ta'ala has, Allah Ta'ala has limits. But now who will stay within that limit? Person who's got sabr. If the sabr is missing, then you go beyond the limit. So again it comes to the same Hadith Sharif, that this is a gift. That a person hasn't been blessed with a better gift and a more comprehensive gift than sabr. Now to beg for this sabr, and like all the other various qualities, there are many ways, many things that help a person to acquire it. Many things. Among the things is to read about the lives of those who had sabr in them. Starting off from the seerat of Rasulullah who was on the peak of all the good quality. إِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ Nabi Islam was at the height of it all. So to read about his sabr, how much of sabr, what kind of sabr, can we imagine Nabi Islam standing among the Sahaba Ikram, which king can compare to the respect and the honor and the position and the status of Rasulullah not even to a fraction. This honor and this position and this status Allah blessed him with and now he's among the Sahaba and one Bedouin comes and he grabs hold of the shawl of Rasulullah sallallahu and he jerks it forcefully and he says, Murli mimmalillah. Give me something from the wealth of Allah Ta'ala. Tell somebody to give it to me. Can you imagine in such a abrupt manner and who is being spoken to? Now, if we, it's very easy to talk about it, very easy to listen to it. But for a moment to imagine ourselves in such a situation. Somebody just passed us on the street, forget touching us, he didn't touch us. He just asked us abruptly. What's your problem? Give me something. Say, if you want a, don't want a problem, get out from here. If you want something, you should ask nicely. It will be beyond us to now entertain him. Impossible. This person... This is how he talks. But Rasulullah smiles at him. And after smiling at him, now the Sahaba obviously, they are very, very upset about this. But the Mishra keeps everything calm. And he smiles at the person. And then tells somebody, please give him something. And then carries on. So to read about the seerat of Rasulullah regarding his sabr, the sabr of the Sahaba Ikram, the sabr that they made in the path of deen, the sabr in all the circumstances that came upon them, the sabr of the pious predecessors, the sabr that our Akabir made, and indeed there's such fascinating incidents in the lives of all these pious personalities, the kind of sabr they made, sabr in terms of circumstances that came upon them, whether it was poverty sometimes, whether it was some other hardships, it's beyond imagination. One great personality, one day, the maid servant, actually what happened was, there was starvation in the home. And several days there was a starvation. And one day suddenly some person sent one whole bag of flour. So he got very annoyed at this, that where did this come from, how it happened. Because somebody has detected what was the condition of our house. 
So he started investigating this. So it turned out that the maid of the house, she had taken the little child. The child was now crying endlessly because the child had nothing to eat to. So now to try and just pacify the child in some way, took the child out of the house. Somebody saw this child crying and hearing this, came to find out what's going on. So after they persisted, something is wrong, this maid let out the secret. He says for several days they've eaten nothing in this house. This person quickly went and made this arrangement. Now when this came out, that this is the reality, this is how the secret came out. This person called this maid, said you want to remain in this house, then you keep the secrets of this house. Who asked you, why did you dare expose the secret of this house elsewhere? That's sabr. Allah Ta'ala put us in this condition, we'll bear it. Never stretch our hand out in front of anybody. And we'll do what we can within our capacity, but never stretch our hand out in front of someone. Now this was that sabr. And this is just some slight glimpses, not even a glimpse yet, of what kind of sabr these personalities made in serving deen, in helping people out, in doing things to assist others in their time of need. Really, it's mind-boggling, it's beyond our imagination. So to read about this, mashallah, there are many books available, the biographies of many of our kabir are now available in English, to read about it. This inspires one, that if these people made this kind of sabr, I should be making some sabr also. And like all the other qualities, one of the most essential things are, is that when a person for a significant period of time remains in the company of people who have such qualities. This is that effect of sohbah, of companionship. That when a person is constantly in that kind of company, that kind of companionship with such friends who have those qualities, then this is the way that this rubs off. This is the way it has always happened. One person wrote to him about his anger. I have this terrible, uncontrolled anger. Every now and then I just get very angry. So he told him, look, there's a certain person there where you are living in Delhi. He has his kitab shop. You just go and spend a few hours there. You go and surround there. So this person received this reply, this letter. So he went, he found the place. It was some other person also associated with Azhami Rahmatullah. So he told him, look, this is a Reply I have received, I wrote a letter to Hazrat and this is the reply he gave, I must come and sit here for a few, day, few hours every day. So welcome, you sit down. So this person used to come and sit, he used to sit and do nothing else. And this person of the, the owner of the kitab shop was busy with his work. So over a month passed, now this person started assessing that for this month, maybe the first week or so, things were still very much the same. But now I'm realizing there's a very significant difference. Things have improved tremendously. So now he updated this accordingly. But having updated, he then asked a question also. Alhamdulillah, I'm finding a significant improvement. But I'm still a bit confused or something is now not adding up. See, this person has yet, I thought you were sending me to him because he's going to be advising me, he's going to be talking to me, he's going to be giving me some encouragement. He didn't speak one word to me. Every day I go, I just sit there. I do whatever I want to do and probably reading something or whatever. He's busy with his work. My time is up. I carry on. What happened? What kind of prescription was this? I said, this is a person who I sent you to 
Oh, mashallah, is a very, very cool and calm person. Doesn't have any anger in him. Meaning any kind of unwarranted anger, he has nothing of it. So you were sitting there, you were in his company for that period of time. And because this was consistent over a period of time, that rubbed off onto you. So just as this, like that, all this sabr, etc. So one is physical companionship. That is not available. Again, the works of our Kabir, the writings, the reading about the lives of the Sahaba Ikram. This is a very, very effective aspect. It has a, provided a person is reading for the purpose of taking those lessons. He is reading it not just for the sake of entertainment. Lying down, just now casually reading something, well, need to pass time, trying to fall asleep. Then the benefit of that is we will fall asleep. But after waking up, it will be the same. So, not in order to fall asleep, in order to become alert. To read it in order to become alert to what are the realities. How we are supposed to be conducting ourselves. And to acquire this reality of sabr. So this is something that we should be making dua for. And there are so many duas of the masnoon duas also, where this is also asked about. Allahumma afrigh alayna sabra wa thabbit aqdamana. In the Quran Sharif is this dua. Ya Allah, you grant us this sabr. But when Making dua for the sabr, we have to have this very comprehensive meaning of sabr. Sabr for all the various occasions that we need the sabr. At every step of life we need the sabr. To fulfill the commands of Allah Ta'ala we need it. To refrain from everything haram we need it. To fulfill the rights of people we need it. To keep our hearts clean from all kinds of negative feelings and thoughts. We need sabr. That sabr is going to help us to forgive and overlook and keep that heart clean. That every step, every juncture we are in need of this summer. So with this comprehensive meaning in mind to make dua for it. And to adopt these means also as we expressed. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala bless me also, bless all of us with this quality of summer. And Allah ta'ala make us among the true sabirin, those who will be given this limitless rewards in the akhirat. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi mentioned in the Hadith Sharif of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the person who recites La ilaha illallah hundred times daily, Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah, with the barakat of this daily recitation, Allah Ta'ala will give him the tawfiq of doing righteous actions and staying away from sin. This will become the means of his gaining his great honor on the day of Qiyamah. When saying La ilaha, bring to heart that we have taken all the ghayrullah, all the evil, all the wrong things, all the illicit things, everything that becomes a barrier between us and Allah Ta'ala, we have taken all this and thrown it out of our hearts. And illallah, there is this nur and light coming into our hearts, which is the love of Allah Ta'ala. Beside the La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu tabarak wa ta'ala alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa ashabihi wa baraka wa sallama tasliman kathiran kathira ya rabbi salli wa sallim daiman abada ala habibika khayril khalqi kullihimi jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu 
صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم الله الله جل جلاله عما نوانه
اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك سبحان الله وبحمده عدد خلقه ورضا نفسه وزنة عرشه ومداد كلماته جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفل لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم واعف وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم إنك أنت العز الأكرم لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نسلك إيمانا كاملا ويقينا صادقا وقلبا خاشعا ولسانا ذاكرا وعلما نافعا وعملا صالحا مقبولا ورزقا حلالا طيبا مباركا وشفاء من كل داء وتجارة لن تبور ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما وجعلنا للمتقين إماما وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق وأعمالنا من الرياء وألسنتنا من الكذب وأعيننا من الخيانة فإنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما تخفي الصدور ربنا لا تآخذنا إن نسينا أو أخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فعف عنا يا كريم اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فعف عنا يا كريم اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فعف عنا يا كريم إله العالمين والله هموس مصيف الله موس gracious موس kind موس loving الله إله العالمين يا الله يا الله يا الله once again يا الله we are raising our hands to you alone يا الله Allah, whatever we are, Ya Allah, we are your most sinful servants, Ya Allah. From head to toe, we are covered in sin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, our eyes are filthy, Ya Allah. Our hearts are filthy, Ya Allah. Our hands and feet are filthy, Ya Allah. We are raising these filthy hands, Ya Allah, but we are raising it to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are the one who is most pure, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are the one that purifies, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you love purifying, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Purify our eyes, Ya Allah. Purify our tongues, Ya Allah. Purify our ears, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Purify us from head to toe from every sin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Forgive the sins of the day and night, Ya Allah. Forgive what we did deliberately and mistakenly, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are so shameless, Ya Allah. 
Ya Allah, we are so blatant listening, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are worried about insan watching us, Ya Allah. We thought we had closed curtains and doors, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we forgot you are watching, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, so shamelessly and blatantly we sinned in front of you, Ya Allah. Allahumma forgive the shamelessness of ours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive this major crime of ours, Ya Allah. Allahumma forgive this major ingratitude of ours, Ya Allah. That we used all your bounties to break your commands, Ya Allah. Allahumma we are sincerely repenting, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are making tawbah in your house tonight, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have raised our hands to you alone, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever we are, but we are your servants, Ya Allah. Whatever we are, we haven't bowed down to some idol, Ya Allah. We haven't bowed down and are not asking from some inanimate object, Ya Allah. We are begging from you alone, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Show your maghfirat upon us, Ya Allah. Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our relatives and friends, Ya Allah. Forgive the ummah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, show your maghfirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Show your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, blow the winds of hidayat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the pain and suffering of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the oppression from the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the poverty of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, those who are without shelters, give them shelters to live in, Ya Allah. Those who are without clothing, give them clothes to wear, Ya Allah. Those who are starving, Ya Allah, give them food to eat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, most in need, we are of Hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant one and all Hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Make us your loyal servants, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we don't tolerate anybody's disloyalty, Ya Allah. Some servant has shown some disloyalty. Some employee has shown some disloyalty. Somebody has shown some slight bit of disloyalty. We are terribly upset, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, what not we may do, Ya Allah? We might fire that person, Ya Allah. We'll chase that person away, Ya Allah. But yet how disloyal we have been to you, Ya Allah. Despite all your bounties, Ya Allah. Your countless ni'mas, Ya Allah. You blessed us with life, Ya Allah. Every moment we are breathing your air for free, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have given us the food we have eaten, Ya Allah. You blessed us with all these limbs and faculties we have, Ya Allah. Every ni'mat you have given us, Ya Allah. And yet we have turned our backs to you, Ya Allah. We turn our backs onto your Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We turn our backs onto his way of life. We embrace the way of his enemies. Ya Allah, what crimes you have committed, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are sincerely repenting, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive all these crimes, Ya Allah. Forgive our disloyalty, Ya Allah. Make us your loyal servants, Ya Allah. Make us your obedient servants, Ya Allah. Make us a true ummatis of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Enable us to embrace his sunnah, ya Allah. Enable us to live his sunnah, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, save us from the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, ya Allah. Allah, save us from the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, ya Allah. In every aspect of life, ya Allah, grant us ittiba of sunnah, ya Allah. Save us from the ways of the Yahud and Nasara in our weddings, ya Allah. Save us from the ways of Yahud and Nasara in our businesses, ya Allah. In our homes, ya Allah. In our dressing, ya Allah. In our appearance, ya Allah. In our day-to-day life, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the appearance of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahul Alameen, grant us the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, bless us with his noble and beautiful akhlaq, ya Allah. Allah, remove all the evil qualities from us, ya Allah. Allah, grant us the wealth of sabr, ya Allah. Allah, bless us with true sabr, ya Allah. Allah, bless us with sabr ala ta'at, ya Allah. Bless us with sabr anil ma'asi, ya Allah. Bless us with sabr ala al-musibah, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from all calamities, ya Allah. Save us from all trials and tribulations, Ya Allah. Don't test us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are not capable of being tested, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are too weak, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are begging you for afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant us afiyat in our deen, Ya Allah. Grant us afiyat in our dunya, Ya Allah. Grant us afiyat in our families, Ya Allah. 
Brand safiyat in every single thing, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nasaluka tamam al-afiyah, wa dawam al-afiyah, wa shukra al-afiyah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Grant us complete afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform our five times salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu in our salah, Ya Allah. Enable us to fulfill every salah in a way you are pleased with it, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, enable us to perform every salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us the tawfiq of every salah with takbir ula, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, enable us to recite the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Grant us the tawfiq of making zikr and dua daily, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, save us from every haram, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the tongue and ears, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts of every sin, Ya Allah. Remove all the pride, the malice, the jealousy, the envy, Ya Allah. All the evils of the heart, Ya Allah. Remove the love of the ego, Ya Allah. The love of dunya, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Koi tujse kuch, koi kuch maangta hai. Ilahi, me tujse talabgaar hai tera. Ilahi, me tujse talabgaar hai tera. Allah, we are asking you for you, Ya Allah. Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. Allah, you become ours and make us yours, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Fill our hearts with the love of deen, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of the a'mal of deen, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of the effort of deen, Ya Allah. Allah, accept us in our progeny till qiyamah for the effort of deen with ikhlas and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, save us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Save us from all the vices, Ya Allah. Save us from all the evils, Ya Allah. Save us from all the evil temptations, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, grant us istiqamah on deen, Ya Allah. Grant us istiqamah on deen, Ya Allah. Grant us istiqamah on deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, fill our hearts with compassion and kindness, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with forgiveness, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with all the beautiful qualities, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, all those who have passed away, Ya Allah. Fill their qabas with noor, Ya Allah. Make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Grant them the high stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Allah, those of our parents who have passed away, Ya Allah. Fill their qabars with noor, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant them the best rewards, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, raise their stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Give them a special place in ala illiyin, Ya Allah. Rabbir habhuma kama rabbayana sighara. Rabbir habhuma kama rabbayana sighara. Rabbir habhuma kama rabbayana sighara. Ilahul alamin, those of our parents who are alive, Ya Allah. Grant them barakat in their health, barakat in their lives. Ilahul alamin, give us the tawfiq of earning jannah through service to them, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. And all those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Allah, remove every trace of their illnesses, Ya Allah. Allah, grant us cure from our spiritual illnesses, Ya Allah. Grant us cure from our physical illnesses, Ya Allah. Allah, whatever difficulties and hardships anybody is experiencing, Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, grant sukoon and peace, Ya Allah. Grant happiness in the hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the anxieties, the tension, the depression, the worries, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, grant itminan qalb, Ya Allah. Grant complete sukoon in our hearts, Ya Allah. Grant us and bless us with the tranquility of the heart, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Those who are in financial difficulties, remove with afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Save us from every drop and grain of haram, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. At the time of our death, take us of the kalima, La ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah, take us on iman kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on tawbat and nasuh, Ya Allah. Allah, at that critical time, save us from the traps of shaitan, Ya Allah. 
Save us from the deception of shaitan, ya Allah. And at that time, shaitan makes his utmost effort to deprive a person of the iman he has, ya Allah. And only with your blessing, ya Allah, and only with your protection can we be saved, ya Allah. And you protect us at that critical juncture, ya Allah. And you safeguard our iman, ya Allah. And you protect us, ya Allah. And you take us with complete and perfect iman, ya Allah. And you take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, ya Allah. And you make that the happiest moment of our life, ya Allah. And let us hear that announcement from the angels, ya Allah. That, ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna, irji'i ila rabbiki radiyatan mardiyya, fadkhuli fi ibadi, wadkhuli jannati, ilahul alameen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us moth on complete and kamil iman, Ya Allah. Make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant us entry into Jannah without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Bless us with Jannatul Firdaus, Ya Allah. Bless us with Jannatul Firdaus, Ya Allah. Bless us with Jannatul Firdaus, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from the fire of Jannah, Ya Allah. Allah, don't throw us in the fire of Jannah, Ya Allah. Allah, we are undeserving of any grace, Ya Allah. But we have full hope in your mercy, Ya Allah. But don't we don't deserve anything, Ya Allah. You will save us from the azab of Jahannam, Ya Allah. We can't bear the heat of the sun of dunya, Ya Allah. We are going to bear the heat of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you protect us and save us, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna na'udhu bika min al-nar. Allahumma inna nasaluka al-jannah. Wa na'udhu bika min al-nar. Allahumma inna nasaluka al-jannah. Wa na'udhu bika min al-nar. Allahumma inna nasaluka al-jannah. Though we don't deserve anything, Ya Allah. You give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. And all those who ask us to make dua for them, all those who are desirous, we should make dua for them. All those who have raised their hands to this dua. Ya Allah, you don't know of each one's heart, Ya Allah. You know the cry of each one's heart, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Remove each one's anxieties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, who is suffering from any kind of emotional difficulty, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, fulfill each one's needs from the grave, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us yours, Ya Allah. You become ours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not deprive any one of us, Ya Allah. Allahumma la taruddala khaibeen. اللهم لا تردنا خاسرين يا رجاء المؤمنين لا تقطع رجاءنا إله العالمين يفكم بجريد هوب يا الله so we deserve nothing, we've come with great hope, Ya Allah. Because we know you are the most merciful, Ya Allah. We know you, we know you are the most gracious, Ya Allah. Despite not deserving anything, we've come with full hope, Ya Allah. And we have full of hope that you will grant our aspirations, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we're aspiring for you, Ya Allah. We're aspiring for your Muhammad, Ya Allah. We're aspiring to be connected to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we want you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. You make us yours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we're full of hope that you will grant us our aspirations, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have given us a topic to ask for this, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, if you have blessed us with a topic to ask for it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you bless us with the reality as well, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you fulfill all our du'as, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all our broken du'as, Ya Allah. Out of your grace, you accept it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept the atikaf, Ya Allah. Accept the tarawih salah, Ya Allah. Accept the fast, Ya Allah. Accept the tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, Ya Allah. Accept the zikr and du'a, Ya Allah. Accept the ta'aleem, Ya Allah. Accept all the efforts of deen taking place throughout the world, Ya Allah. Accept the atikaf throughout the world, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make it a means of every khair and good for the whole ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, make it a means of hidayat spreading far and wide, Ya Allah. 
Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, bless us with every good of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Save us from all the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa begged for. Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sought refuge from, Ya Allah, you grant us refuge as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sta'athaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحاب أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله